The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors of the Eat This with Leanne podcast and are for purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts or ideas of the distributor. Broadcasting to the world from Insider Closet and high above the streets of Toronto, this is Eat This with Leanne. Here's your host, registered nutritionist, Leanne Philipson. The holiday season is upon us, and no matter where you are in the world, what you celebrate, this time of year comes with some pretty mixed emotions of excitement and maybe even dread, but overall, a lot more stress than other months in the year. The gatherings, will they bring more boozy drinks, foods that may not be the healthiest options and all the rushing around with the time crunch to get the gifts, get all the stuff done on time. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. The pressure, whether it's self-inflicted or from outside sources, my God, there are so many, can make for such a stressful time. And if you've been with me for most of this past year, 2022, when I'm recording this in December, I've talked almost ad nauseum about the negative effects that stress have on your health and just how far it permeates our cells and can basically mess up more than you know. The holiday season festivities that, well, they can lead to excess weight gain. That's one of the probably biggest things and push you right out of your regular routine. That means that come January, you're making up all of those resolutions to undo what you could avoid right here, right now, so that you sail into the new year feeling like you're a winner and not beat yourself up through to the beginning of March. Recognizing that it's an intense time of year and going easy on yourself, letting things go if you just can't get to them all, quieting down that perfection angel or devil, whatever you want to call him, that lives or sits on your shoulder saying that what you're doing, it's not enough. Keep going, keep going. Well, that can go a long way to actually enjoying the holiday season with some magical self-compassion. With that in mind, I've put together seven top tips to keep you on track, to be areas to be mindful of as you go throughout your day over this holiday season and even beyond, if I'm honest. So today on Eat This with Leanne, let's, I'm going to take you through seven ways to make it through this holiday season and not end up in a heap by the time it gets to January the 1st. There are habits that we all have in our day-to-day that can totally go by the wayside, even with your best efforts to maintain health. And as we get busy, we get flustered, we get stressed, of course, it's understandable that the things that you used to do, well, there's just not room in your day for them. It's not easy to keep all the plates spinning or all the balls in the air, despite our best superhuman efforts. 
I'm one to talk as in the past, I've tried to get all the baking, all the cooking, the meals, the decorations, the presents and all that stuff sorted out on my own, only to find that the time spent with my kids sitting on the couch in our PJs with Lexi, our lovely puppy dog on our lap is actually the best gift for us all. All right, so let's dig into what could be your saving grace this season. I have seven top tips and of course, the whys, but it's just about where you could put your focus. Now, there's going to be something that you're going to hear over the next little while that's going to resonate with you the most. Maybe it's an area that's totally dropped off and you think, oh gosh, I totally forgot about that. And oh, yes, let me just put my focus back on that because it could have the most impact on you over the next even just few days. Then maybe once you've nailed that, then you can move on to another focus. Listen again as you're driving, as you're rushing, maybe as you're walking, if you're able to do any of that. You don't have to do everything that I'm talking about here. So you know, it's okay to let things drop off. But if you're not coping, then I'm hopeful that one of these seven tips is just going to bring you a little bit more back into balance while honestly keeping it real, saying just do what you can. All right. Number one on my list is hydration. Now I can probably almost guarantee that you and me were not drinking enough water unless you're super super disciplined and sometimes I am but you've got to just hydrate as many times in the day as you possibly can and one of the number one ways that I know how to do that is to take your water bottle everywhere you go Hydrating while you're on the go is a massive challenge. Maybe it's on the way to work, whether it's while you're at work, or maybe you're walking through a mall, or you're heading out to be with family or friends. Having water with you is one of the only ways that I believe that you're going to get enough water into you. If you've hit an energy plateau throughout the day, maybe you're feeling drained, you just need to take some water in. Just go and have a huge glass or just down your water bottle. Of course, you're going to need to pee on the other side of it, but you're going to help your detoxification and get all sorts of things out of your body that you don't need to be there and feel so great along with it. If you've got a headache or the start of one, you can actually head it off with a massive glass of water. If your digestive system is playing up because of all of these holiday foods, maybe you're verging more on constipation with those extra drinks and gatherings, uh, sorry, at gatherings and events, the stress, oh my gosh, the stress can just slow down motility. So that's the movement of, of your stool throughout your digestive system. The number one thing to help that is water. Our bodies, well, it uses and loses water all day long. Our digestion, converting your last meal into energy, our detoxification pathways and how we detoxify, your waste elimination uh, through sweat, through urine and your stools, well, all of that uses up water. Then there's the drinking of juice. You think, great, I'll just go grab a juice. It's going to give me a bit of energy. Well, it's it's actually dehydrating. Pop, can of pop, uh, rum and Coke or any kind of mixer with the boozy drink. Yep, 
that totally dehydrates you too. Those caffeinated drinks that you think, oh yeah, I'll have that hot chocolate after skating or flying through the mall and you'll grab that fancy pants coffee that, you know, you saw the poster for as you're, as you're flying through there and you just need a little pick me up that has way too much sugar, as well as eating refined sugars, thinking that that sugar boost is just going to keep you going. There's sweating, there's stress, and just simply breathing, all of those things deplete us of hydration. Can you believe that just a 1% to 2% of dehydration can significantly impact our cognitive function, making it so much harder to focus, to concentrate, and, and even make decisions? Yeah, this gift, that gift. Do I go this way? Do I go that way? Do I make this now or do I go to sleep? Any kind of decision. There are so many that you have to make right now. And even connecting with others really just within that one to two percent of dehydration can impact all of those. Now, when we aren't getting enough water or even the correct type of water, we starve every cell in our bodies and prevent them from working optimally. Now, how do you know that you need more water? Because you think, oh yeah, I just had a cup of water. So, you know, do I need even more? Well, by the time you get to thirst, you're thirsty thinking, oh gosh, I need to get water now because you forgot your water bottle or don't even have one you can take with you. Well, you're already dehydrated by the time you realize you're thirsty. There's fatigue, symptoms of fatigue. You think, oh, just dragging throughout the day. Hello, dehydration. Lips, look at your lips in the mirror. They're dry, they're cracking, you, they're peeling, you're pulling the the uh, the skin off with your teeth. Maybe you've got a dry mouth, bad breath. Maybe you feel lightheaded or just not focused as in your brain function, well, that's another major indicator of dehydration. Now, the quality of your, your water also plays a factor here. If you don't actually filter your water, then your body becomes a filter in taking out contaminants and medicines that aren't on your prescription list and even chemicals that help to keep your water clean in the first place. Now, I did do a bit of a deep dive, pretty big deep dive actually, into the different types of waters and and ways in which to filter. We had the Berkey filter expert Scott Miller on and also Dr. Brockenshire to talk about the best types of water filters to use for you and your family in episode 61. So head back there, listen to that if you need a quick refresher on... Uh, I really have to filter my water, whether it's one that comes out of your fridge or, or that's attached to your fridge, or there's one that sits on your counter and it's not necessarily as big as the Berkey, whatever it is, you've got to put it through some kind of filter. So how much can you, should you drink um, in a day? Well, I actually suggest that you start your day with at least 500 mils of water. What that looks like is like I have a pint glass that I love to fill up. I don't know what it is. I've got my water bottle, but I like to drink out of a glass when I first wake up in the morning. Now I take half of a fresh lemon, I squeeze that juice and I pour it in with a pinch of Himalayan salt. This helps part of the bringing our cortisol levels um, back in to balance when we first wake up in the morning. So that going into the glass of water just sits next to my bed and I've got it right there ready to, for when I wake up. 
Now that 500 mils of water, you need to keep that going throughout the day and consume at least two liters of water. Could maybe be coconut water if you like that super hydrating coconut water. If you hate the taste of water, which a lot of people do, then you can add in a splash of juice, like a quarter juice to the rest of your glass water. That actually still acts as a hydrator. You can have black tea, you can have any herb teas, they definitely act as water, and black coffee. As soon as you add milk or cream or anything else to it, then it changes it from a drink to a food. Now do that for the next week and just see how you feel. Get that glass of water back next to the side of your bed. And even if it's just that that you do to start your day, it's going to be really interesting to see how you feel. Next up, we've got to talk about the immune system. After I recorded the uh, the episode last week where I was really quite sick with a, some kind of flu virus or something like that, we know that it's prime time because of all the stress going on, which suppresses your immune system. We need to, we need to you know, just support as much as possible. Now, of course, this could be its own episode, which I've done many of them, but your top hits for supporting immunity is to watch what you eat when it comes to sugar, refined foods, all that processed goodness that comes in some kind of bag box has a barcode. Then there's all that Christmas baking that happens at this time of year. Oh my gosh, it's so hard to walk by and I totally get it. Even if it's that you have one slice piece less than you normally would, I'd call that a win. Now, supporting your immunity has a lot to do with your gut and your microbiome, those trillions of beneficial bacteria that need things like fiber and prebiotic foods is such a sneaky way to boost and support your immune system. 80% of your immune system is in your gut. So this is how I like to make sure that my clients are really focusing on giving their bodies what they need to help the proliferation, help the, the replication of beneficial bacteria. Now, prebiotics are actually a form of soluble fiber that help feed these good bugs that we hopefully have in the trillions in our gut. Healthy gut bacteria can improve your glycemic or your blood sugar control. Now, I went into into depth about this and all the benefits and the far-reaching effects of having, uh, having your blood sugar in control in episode 143. So head back there so that you have a deeper understanding of why this is so important. Now, prebiotic foods, they actually include onions, garlic, sweet potato, dandelion greens, himica, which actually starts with the letter J, and resistant starch. Have you ever heard of resistant starch? I didn't think so because I'm not ever sure that I've mentioned this. Now, resistant starch happens when you cook a starch-rich food like potato or rice, and then you cool it and eat it either cold later or or actually go and reheat it. Now, it's important that it's cooled entirely and that actually creates this resistant starch, which means that it moves through your digestive system without as much digestion, which means that it then is able to act as a food, as this prebiotic food for the probiotics that are living in your gut, for those great gut bugs. 
Now, your immunity is linked to absolutely everything. And it's not only your first line of defense for viruses, you know, that knocked me out a couple of weeks ago and I'm still recovering from. Eating more colorful fruits and veggies, way more than you want to, way more than you think you need to, each and every single day. That could honestly just look like grabbing an apple. Go get a pomegranate, for goodness sake. They're in, they're just out in droves right now. And if you're not one to peel it and you know get it out, then just ha- buy where somebody are, has already done it for you and just eat handfuls of them. Because all of those foods and giving attention to something that isn't like a muffin, a bagel, a grab-and-go, or or something that's white, really truthfully can impact your immunity in such a positive way. Now, there's two ways of coming at your immunity. Something that, um, you know, avoiding as much as possible in in not shutting it down. So the immune army is doing its job. So you can either support it or you can suppress it. So things like, I've talked about mushrooms, almost ad nauseum episodes 131, 132. And even since then, we've had other experts on um, where we talked about real mushrooms, the brand of real mushrooms. Those are the ones that I've been um, I've been taking. So head back, look for that episode and get those mushrooms, especially the turkey tail, the five defenders. Um, and also I have a promo code of eat this so that you can... Um, get a discount, 10% discount on that. Do not go for that fast food, that drive-through as much as you can. Really try and leave those white refined options on the shelf. Do what you can to manage your stress levels and watch your sugar intake. You're probably just sitting there thinking, you've got to be kidding, Leanne. Like how on earth am I supposed to do this at this time of year? Somebody else just brought in a box of chocolates to work and it's deadly. As soon as you eat one, then that sugar craving kicks in. So leave it as long as you can in the day before you hit up the chocolates, the cookie tin, the whatever it happens to be. If you start having sugar first thing in the morning, that's it. It is a double challenge to not hit the sugar again or the sweet stuff all day long. So that's the number one way. So you're not suppressing your immune system. Then there's a flip side to that in terms of supporting your immune system. There's feeding it, giving it everything that it needs with the vitamins A, C, E, and zinc. You can do that with my Take This by Leanne Alka-C. It's such a great powder. Kids love it. Adults love it. It's slightly effervescent and it just tastes amazing. And it has a lot of those minerals, including zinc in it. So it's kind of a one-stop shop for a buffered vitamin C, which means typically you can take a lot more than you can when it's not buffered. Then you can also add in superfoods. If you can't get them in, you know, by mouth in terms of actually eating all those colors, then go for things like my Kid Boost or my Skin Boost, same product, different label. You've got to also up your vitamin D intake with my Sunshine D3K2. Honestly, it just sells out every single week. Honestly, people just love it so much. It's such a tremendous product. And then also you can add in a probiotic supplement, especially if you've had to take antibiotics of late, if you've got gassiness, if you've got diarrhea, if you've got constipation, gut stuff, just anything going on, probiotics just 
have helped so many symptoms that my clients suffer with, including things like eczema, rashes, um, sinusitis, um, uh, so many to, that I that are trying to bring to top of mind that I haven't noted down to share with you. But a, a BioBoost probiotic is uh, is from the Take This line as well. You'll find all of those over on um, on SpurtRight.com. And I because I even actually took the guesswork out and made a whole package called the Immune Boosting Package, so that you can um, you can just click add that to cart and you've got really everything that you need in there. So even if you aren't able to support your immunity through food, because it's just, everything's just getting the better of you right now and nothing's normal. You're flying by the seat of your pants. I totally get it. You can really try and do what you can with with uh, moderating your stress because that's an absolute immune um, immune killer is that you know meditating maybe whatever that looks like for you if you can find five minutes 10 minutes or even just take three deep breaths <sighs> or one even if it's that much maybe you're in the car. And you just give yourself a mindful moment of breathing that can really help too. If you have one or can get yourself in front of a red light and a near-infrared light, that can also be tremendous for immunity. Now, I have definitely made the most of my Orion RLT. Uh, actually, it's orionrlt.ca, that red light. Um, you might have heard me talk about that before or seen my pictures on social media. I've actually been using it twice a day. I put it on my face because my sinuses are not completely cleared yet. And also I still have a little residual cough, not too crazy, but I put it on my face and then I move it down to my chest just to nail this, nail this like residual stuff. And it is so incredibly soothing. I, I really am amazed truthfully that a light can make my face feel better. And then also just ease that sort of tickly cough that still is around a little bit. Um, especially when I take a deep breath or if I've headed up the stairs or something like that. I'm not quite there yet. So I'm really using this light to its maximum benefit, prioritizing it as I um, as I wake up in the morning and then also as I get into bed. So remember to use promo code EATTHIS for 10% off if you're considering it. I actually have a great friend that just shared with me. She brought the, bought the Pro Light, which comes with a stand on it. And she loves that, but in a recent promotion where you get actually get 10% off whatever promotion orionrlt.ca has going on. And she bought this really small handheld one and said that she's so enjoying using that one because she just puts it in her hand and puts it on her shoulder if that's achy, or she uses it on her belly if she's got um, menstrual cramps, or if anything else is going on, she just uses it while she's maybe like watching TV or sitting on the couch or whatever it happens to be. So don't feel like you have to jump in with the most expensive one or the biggest one. I actually kind of thought that that was the way I might go next. But instead, next promo that comes along, I think I'm going to go for a smaller one and try that out. Anyway, that's just another thing that you can do for yourself. And honestly, I'm absolutely amazed, continue to be amazed actually, how incredibly helpful it is. All right, let's move on to my number three. This is to get 
moving. Whether it's a brisk walk through the mall between those shops, or maybe it's parking further away from the door or the entrance to the, so- to the store that you're about to hit, some kind of purposeful movement throughout the day helps you on every level. Now, this helps to move the lymph through your body that doesn't have a pump like your heart and your blood, and your lymph is integral for your immune system. If you can, try and get on that yoga mat for a quick maybe yoga program. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Yoga with Adrian on YouTube. Maybe some Pilates. If you've got more energy and you've got just 10 minutes, find like a hit class or something that's really quite powerful and use those muscles because the stress-busting effects from movement is key. And another one along with hydration that can go out the window entirely when you're so busy. Now, it's not easy to do, but if you can commit to it, and when I say commit to it, that means put out your clothes the night before so that you have to trip over them when you get up and maybe head to the bathroom or go brush your teeth. Roll out the yoga mat into place wherever it's going to work for you the next day. Now, there's two spots in my condo where I exercise in the living room. That's probably my number one spot, which means that I have to move the massive ottoman out of the way. I set up my laptop, and even if I've got two more minutes, I queue up the yoga class that I'm going to do the next morning. Just I just have to take away all those possible barriers before I get out of bed in the morning and talk myself out of it with all the things that I think I should be doing instead of taking five minutes, 11 minutes, 20 minutes, even 30 minutes if I can possibly do it of spending time on the yoga mat. Now, I suck at exercising anytime other than first thing in the morning. There's a lot of people out there that do great in the evening. If that's you, fantastic. But if you've got work dues, evening things going on, you know that it's probably not going to happen. And honestly, it's one of the best stress relievers that you can do. Even with my best of intentions at nighttime of doing some lovely evening yoga, it just doesn't happen. Now, what I have committed to that you might want to know about in terms of uh, in terms of yoga is I've already committed to the Yoga with Adrian 30-day um, January journey. Now, I know I'm jumping ahead to, to next year, but every year, um, Adrian comes up with a particular theme. This year, the theme is to center. Now, you can just sign up for this. It's free, totally free, and it's it is a journey of 30 days of yoga all the way through January. Now, I've actually done this for the past three years, committed to doing yoga every single day. And I've pretty much done it about 80 to 90%. And if I'm really missed a bunch of classes, then of course it goes through to February, but I definitely make sure I get through to the very end. And my best success was actually having my yoga mat right next to my bed because I literally had my my yoga gear on the bed. So I'd wake up, I'd put on my clothes and I'd fall out of bed onto the mat. Everything's already queued up and then off I went. Now I am always amazed just how much yoga can hurt in the moment. Those stretches to body parts that don't ever get any attention. Oh my God. Then how good I feel afterwards. Now maybe 
we should try and do this all together. If you want to join me uh, on this journey with Yoga with Adrienne for some accountability, I'll put the link in the show notes over on leannephillipson.com, which like I said, it's free. I have no affiliate with this. I just love doing it and commit to doing it for those 30 days. And, you know, just let me know. Let me know on social media or send me an email to let me know that you're going to join too. We can keep each other going on those days when you're just not quite sure that you can hit the mat and you will be amazed how great you feel at the end of those 30 days that you'll just want to do it over and over again because, oh my gosh, it is just such an incredible experience. She is so lovely. If you haven't um, haven't watched any of her stuff, you'll love it. All right, let's move on to loving your liver. Whether it's more booze or the damn sugary cookies that you just can't bypass or grandma's meatballs that you don't normally eat and are just finding them so rich, all that goes into your mouth ends up heading towards the liver, meaning that it needs some serious love. Now that lemon water from the uh, from the first tip that I talked about in the morning helps both your liver and your kidneys first thing in the morning. Hydration is key, especially if you've had a few more drinks than usual on your night out, or if you've just got into that routine, it's five o'clock somewhere and out comes the wine just to, just to get you through. Now head back to episode 30 over on leannephillipson.com. You won't actually find this episode on any of the podcast platforms anymore. So I've downloaded and put it over on leannephillipson.com to search for episode 30 to hear Dr. Brockenshire share what does booze do to your body just so that you understand and know how to support it. Look, it's going to happen. And if you're like like me, even after having a couple of drinks the next morning, I end up thinking, oh my God, why did I do that? It didn't even taste that great. And yet now I just feel so crummy. Sometimes you think, oh, it's the last drink I had. That was it that just pushed me over the edge. And you feel awful for most of the next day. Well, it's just, yeah, it's just so frustrating, especially for me. I've talked about it before in the past. We know that um, as a perimenopausal woman, I've got higher histamine, which means that I'm not detoxifying. We know from um, episode 111 that I just don't detoxify as well. I'm missing a whole page out of that book when we ran down my DNA results. So maybe you're like me, or maybe you can drink and you don't necessarily feel it, but just know that the detoxification that your liver does every single day, with or without these drinks, or with or without the more sugary, more refined, more starchy type foods, it's a chore. Your liver is working all the time. So what can you do to support it? Eat all the wilted greens that you possibly can. Add in some eggs, which are absolutely amazing to support detoxification. Add in onions and garlic to everything because they just help in so many ways. My latest favorite is black garlic. Have you come across that yet? Oh my God, it's so delicious. No cooking required. It's already dehydrated or goes in a slow cooker or something like that. It's like a multi-week process that I haven't actually tried myself. So I can't speak to what happens, but it's, it's soft. It's oozy. It's almost sweet. It is delicious. Now, the cruciferous vegetable family, uh, which includes cabbage, broccoli, collards, kale, Brussels sprouts, very typical for this time of year, 
Chinese cabbage, bok choy, arugula, that more mustardy type of green, radishes, wasabi, whether you like it or not, a little bit of a uh, little bit of that into some sort of sauce is great. Watercress, one of my absolute favorite greens, kohlrabi, even mustard greens, rutabaga, turnips, all of those cruciferous cruciferous vegetables, they all help you if you can get at least one or two cups of any of them cooked into you every single day. Now, detoxifying and anti-inflammatory herbs, there's tons of them like turmeric, cayenne, thyme, rosemary, chili powder, cumin, sage, oregano, onion powder, cinnamon, also good for your blood sugar as well, coriander or cilantro, paprika and parsley. Now, any or all of those adding to, let's say some sulfur-containing eggs that I already mentioned, really, really helps your liver. So it's actually not that complicated. One or two cups of green tea a day can boost your liver detoxification as it increases your glutathione enzymes. So speaking of glutathione, there are a few ways to help that masterful detoxifier, which is the main detoxifier in the body. It's an antioxidant and also an immune booster. Our body needs to regulate or sorry, to regenerate it all the time. So it needs the building blocks to make it. The number one is uh, the number one that I take every single day because I'm missing this as a part of my genetic profile is called NAC or N-acetylcysteine. It's the precursor to glutathione. So at least 500 milligrams twice a day, that is a great place to start. Now you can also take glutathione liposome liquid itself just to jump from uh, jump straight to giving your body that extra glutathione. You'll find that over on spartright.com as well as the NAC. And that's an incredibly powerful way to help your liver out liver out and can be an incredible game changer for so many people. All right, we're up to number five already. Now, this is all about stabilizing your blood sugar levels. Now, as a quick reminder, I went into depth about this in episode 143 because blood sugar spikes, they're just, they're gonna happen. And we need to figure out how we can negate their Oh, they're terrible effects um, on our body. And it is totally inevitable with a typical holiday fair, the season that we're in, and even afterwards. Now, I'll be making my mom's almond cake, this is called. Now, it's a recipe that we had when we were kids. Oh my God, I used to love it when I was, I don't even know how old I was. I still remember when my dad <laughs> tried to get us to, to have it. And he said, oh, it's terrible. You're not going to like it at all. And he managed to keep a straight face, actually. And then my mom had the, the the tin of this gorgeous almond cake. If you're a marzipan lover, you'll love it too. And um, and from then on in, that was it. I was hooked. I love it. And it's full-on sugar, butter, uh, white flour. It's like the worst for absolutely everything. And yes, the nutritionist um, is human and appreciates not only the traditions that were started when I was young, and as my mom's not with us anymore, there still are a few recipes of hers that we make despite them not being healthy at all that just make us feel closer to her when she's not here anymore. I'm sure that you can relate 
to those kind of foods and recipes that maybe grandma or somebody else made in the past that you know aren't the healthiest, but there's an emotional tie to them and it's worthy of making or eating them. Now, so, so great when you actually do, but maybe you just only only need to eat one or two. Now, when we make this almond cake, my girls adore it, but I actually find that they'll go kind of go crazy within the first couple of days. And because I put them all in cookie tins and maybe don't have them out, um, you know, on a tray, they're not in eyesight, quite often they just end up going stale because nobody eats them after they've had them for a few days. So it's kind of a novelty that often wears off. Now, when you do indulge in something like this, now, even though this has marzipan and almonds on top of it, it's no way going to negate that that glucose spike that's going to come. But if you can have some sort of protein or fat on the side, maybe the butter is helping out, who knows, try not to dig right into that shortbread bread and eggnog without something in your stomach first. Ideally, something like that could be a protein or a fat. Or if you can swing it, a tablespoon of acetic acid or some type of vinegar. Now, I fully realize that it's not likely that you're going to carry some sort of apple cider vinegar in your hip flask. So don't, so don't just, you know, roll your eyes at me. So if you can and you don't have any vinegar to hand, as you know that you're about to eat something which is really sugary and super high carb or starch, then see if you can go for a walk right after all of that refined goodness, or as soon as you can afterwards, because that also really helps to stabilize your blood sugar spike, bringing down the potential for firing off that inflammation and all that it brings. So please do head back to episode 143 for all the hacks that I shared there, because if there's one place to focus on for overall health, longevity, and just any life long-term health goals, it's blood sugar stabilization. And I'll definitely be digging more into this in the new year. Number six on my list is sleep. All right. Well, who out there needs a whole bunch more sleep? Well, yep, my hand is up too. How on earth does it become 11 p.m. so fast every single day when I intend to start my wind down to bed, like brushing my teeth, cleansing my my skin, and setting myself up even with my red light or maybe even my brain tap device that we talked about in episode 129 for a lovely bedtime meditation that really sorts out my brain waves. And there's also the binaural beats and lights that help to get my brain in the sleep zone. Now I just kind of keep on going. Like what on earth? Why am I thinking that this one more thing that I think I need to do must get done tonight when really it doesn't and it kills the potential for a solid eight hours of sleep and giving myself that space to just calm down. Because when I get into bed, sometimes my head hits the pillow and I just fall asleep because I'm so exhausted. Or I still do the things, I still put the brain tap on, but now I'm pushing myself out of that potential seven to eight hours of sleep every single night. Now, besides food, getting enough enough sleep is the most important thing that you can do for your health, especially during this crazy time during the holidays. Now, sleep deprivation unto itself, no matter what you put in your mouth, makes you put on weight, especially in the abdomen. 
and can lead to situations like mental health issues of depression. It can increase your pain or just give you pain. Can raise raise your blood pressure to in the high blood pressure region, which of course leads on to heart disease. Then there's the implication of a lack of sleep and diabetes, dementia, even osteoporosis. And then going back to number one, a lack of sleep can depress your immunity and even your brain function. During sleep, your brain and and its lymphatic system called the glymphatic system clears out toxins and it's such an integral part of your overnight healing that you need to be in bed with your eyes closed asleep for all of that to happen. Now, if you're having a real tough time sleeping, here are a few things that you can do that you may not have tried before. Now, number one is to warm up your middle Yes, your midsection that raises your core temperature and helps trigger the proper chemistry for sleep. So I'm talking about your, you know, your midsection, your abdomen. So you can either either use your red light that I just mentioned before from Orion. I can attest to definitely this helping. My next favorite, if you don't have a red light, is just to grab a hot water bottle, fill it up with hot water, put it over your abdomen. If you want a little bit of extra um, liver detoxification, get some castor oil and put that over your abdomen and then your hot water bottle or even a heating pad on top. Now this warms up your body and it can really help you to have a better night's sleep and even just fall asleep easier. Magnesium is the mineral for the nervous system and to calm everything. But that one pill that maybe you're taking likely isn't enough, especially during more stressful times. Now, the form of your magnesium can make a really big difference. My go-to is the magnesium bisglycinate. You'll find that over on SproutRight.com. Uh, SproutRight.com, and I take between 300, so that's three capsules, and 500 milligrams a night. Now, you probably think, oh my gosh, have you ever tried to take um, take any magnesium at nighttime and it's a citrate form or an oxide form or anything else other than bisglycinate or even theonate? then you're going to find that it just clears out your bowels. And at 500 milligrams, no way are you going to do that. Well, again, this is where the form becomes really important. Even just that upper level for one or two nights, a few nights can be a game changer to bl- to just bust through the pattern that maybe you have of waking up throughout the night. And just once you once you stop that waking up in the middle of the night, then that means that you'll have hopefully a more restful sleep by staying asleep all night long. Now, definitely don't eat within two to three hours if you can. Tough to do at this time of year or drink actually a few hours before bed. Now, you can also try and do some journaling and write down those worries that as soon as your head hits the pillow, just seem to jump on the treadmill and go in circles and circles and circles. And you just think, I've got to remember this. I've got to remember Remember that. So what you can do is you can also make a plan of how you're going to deal with all these worries or the to-dos or whatever so that you have a clear mind as you head into sleep. Now, once or twice a week, you can even think about taking a hot Epsom salts bath um, with soda, with baking soda, call it an aromatherapy bath, put in some oils if you want, whatever it is. Now, as with the belly warmth that I talked about with the hot water bottle or the Orion light, um, raising your body temperature before bed can help to induce sleep. It relaxes your muscles, can ease the stress and tension, both physically and all of it that's on your mind. 
honestly, giving yourself this time while I'm not good at it at all in carving out this time, I always think that there's something more important other than myself in order to get done or do. And I'll prioritize the majority of the time, everything else other than myself. But when I do this, it is such a loving thing that not only am I easing the tension, my body is is benefiting from um, from the minerals that are going into this, but also that self-compassion, that, that, that self, just giving time to myself, attention to myself. Oh, it just has such far reaching benefits. I can't even tell you. Now, recipe wise, if you can try uh, one and a half cups of Epsom salts and uh, one and a half cup to one cup of baking soda in your bath, it's a double bonus as the magnesium. Well, that gets absorbed through your skin into your body. And the baking soda actually helps your alkaline balance so that it can really help you with a great night sleep. My last one. Last but not least, number seven is to have some compassion for your fine self. We have to be realistic with the holiday season and do what you can to set realistic goals. There's only 24 hours in the day and you have to be asleep for at least a good portion of it, at least seven to eight hours. And even though I know that you want to do all these things, you think that they're so important for everyone else, see if you can say no to more than you want to. Put in some boundaries more than you ever have and prioritize your time to the things that you actually want to do. Everybody else can go off and do their own thing. If you've got small kids around, I know that that's not easy to do, but enlist a friend, create a play date, get people out of the house and make sure that you can just give yourself some time. That self-compassion also means that to remember that the food choices that you're making, if you think, ah, damn, I just ate more of those cookies, more of those chocolates, whatever anybody brought into the office or anything like that, it does not equal your value as a person. It does not equal your value as a person, your human. And you also have your vulnerable moments. If it all doesn't go to plan, it's a moment in time and it will pass soon enough. Now, the holidays, there's such a challenging time for everyone on the eating front. So just don't beat yourself up and know that there's another opportunity just around the corner. The next opportunity of a mealtime or a next gathering where you can make a different choice or just when you're at home, you make the best choices. And then when you head out to a gathering, you think this is when I'm going to go for it. There's a, so many places where you can find a balance where you're not beating yourself up about the choices that you've made and just be in the moment and enjoy it. Now, the next thing is, or the next night, let's say, you can get into bed a little bit earlier if last night happened to be a particularly late or boozy night. And really just remembering to down that glass of, of water maybe before you go to bed, unless you're up all night peeing, um, or have that water next to your bed first thing in the morning will also help. Now, if it doesn't come together as planned, well, actually, what maybe it wasn't meant to come together in that way. And the outcome of whatever you think is the worst disaster, well, it could actually take you in a different direction that you never could imagine. So just hang tight, ride it out and see what unfolds. Take a few deep breaths, 
ground yourself, the calmer and steadier you are, the better off you will be. And as soon as you yourself are calm and steady, the landscape around you changes. So thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you to everyone for your feedback from episode 144, where I was really feeling quite sick and really vulnerable. I'm glad what I shared in my vulnerability, even welling up and shedding a few tears a couple of times, resonated with so many of you. Honestly, doing that episode with Dr. Brockenshire and Chris, it was my goal to to you know, to be vulnerable so that you know the emotional aspect of being sick at any given time is real because we don't typically talk about that enough. Have you subscribed yet? Have you rated this podcast so that others know to listen? Well, it's never too late to do that. You can share a a post on social media, all my channels, all my channels, my two channels of Leanne Phillipson and Sprout Right. We always post a couple of times a week about this episode. So share that, tag your friends, let them know what happens here at Eat This with Leanne. And as my, one of my lovely loyal listeners, you can tell them, you bring them into the fold, share it with your loved ones and your friends. They'll be grateful for a fresh perspective on health and ways to come about it and do let me know your thoughts too and really you can always reach out to me on either website or through social media and of course i'll finish off today with happy holidays please do what you can to look after yourself because no one else is going to and of course please remember to eat this one mouthful at a time <music>